This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I am Dylan Hafer And because of a little schedule switcheroo It is just me today I'm going to talk about Southern Charm We're doing our normal Friday thing today on a Monday so, you know, sit back, relax, leave a five-star review, just enjoy the ride. We're, we're, we're keeping things interesting over here. But on a less interesting note, before I hopped on the mic, you know, I did my little refresh of page6.com because there's always something happening over there. They, you know, we love the folks at Page6. They, they give us all the Bravo gossip we need. But do you know what the first, the, the first thing on the front page of page6.com Here's the headline. Why Bethany Frankel doesn't think Adam Levine's cheating scandal is big news. You guys, I am so fucking tired. Why? Why, in the year 2022, do we have to have Bethany Frankel's take on everything? It's just, it's just exhausting. The Real Housewives of New York City alum shared that she's unamused and uninterested in the internet breaking flirty messages. Oh my God. She said, I know it's shocking. He's having an affair. It's all anyone can talk about. It's just an absolute stunner. Bethany said sarcastically. She's never heard of anything like famous men cheating on their gorgeous wives. Did he roast your bones? Where's the big news? It's like, Oh my God, a rock star is cheating on a supermodel. Like, okay, what else? What else? I need something to sink my teeth into because a rock star cheating on a supermodel isn't going to do it. And you know what, Bethany? Good for you. Good for you for not caring enough to talk about it on your podcast. <laughs> the whole thing with with Bethany's role in public life since leaving Housewives the second time, it's like she and Carol Radswell are really like the same person because the only thing they're not doing anything that anybody actually cares about. I'll actually, I'll leave Carol out of it. Bethany is not doing anything interesting. She, I watched her HBO Max show. Honestly, I thought it was fun. But that deal went down the tubes. So now all she's doing is a podcast, a, a whole lot of TikToks, and that's about it. We're not watching her on TV. She's not doing anything that's like actually cool. So her entire life at this point is just talking about literally anything and everything to try and get written up on page six.com. And it's just, when does it stop? When does it end? We have Bethany talking about Meghan Markle. We have Bethany talking about Kim Kardashian. We have Bethany talking about Adam Levine. Literally, she, her, her whole thing is just making a comment about how things aren't worth commenting on and then hoping that it gets written up on page six.com and like uh, go f- i mean i guess it's working for her is it 
I don't know. I would love to actually know like what Bethany's business scenario is like now versus like three years ago when she was still on housewives because I don't know the, the makeup review TikToks, and it's just, it's a lot. And I feel like, I, I guess she must still have fans, but to me, it's just so much. She's always doing so much and all of it just feels exhausting rather than engaging. Maybe I'm overthinking this, but I Bethany talking about how Adam Levine's cheating scandal isn't big news. That also isn't news. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I guess I'll talk about Southern Charm now, because that is, in fact, the the main reason 
I am here today. We are still in Georgia, in St. Simons, stuck on an island. We start off at this cursed dinner from last episode. After Naomi and Craig have gotten in a fight. Austin is like kind of team Naomi. He says he wishes Naomi was his ex because Madison's trying to ruin his life. And Craig tells us this is a really wise observation that he gets easily agitated around Naomi. It's like, no shit. I could never have figured that out for myself. This whole night is just very chaotic. Everyone gets back to these this house, multiple houses, guest house. I don't know where we really are, but everyone is so drunk. Olivia and Austin are kissing. Austin's like picking up Olivia like like on a bachelor date when they haven't seen each other in like six hours and they just jump into each other's arms. It's very that. Naomi and Whitney are making out. It's just like everybody is, everybody's sloppy. Shep is like, Taylor, come sit next to me. Come sit next to me. And Taylor's like, respectfully, I'd rather sit on the floor. And she says that Shep gets very, you know, entitled when he's drunk and he acts like a 12 year old. And it's like, "Mm, I don't know if that's so different from when he's sober, but the way that Taylor is starting to point out more and more the behaviors that Shep does that bother her, I do love to see this from her because I'm like, yes, girl, know your worth, call it out, speak up for yourself. We know they're not together anymore. So it's like nice to see her starting to recognize those behaviors a little bit more. But then Whitney and Naomi are having this talk with Shep about what's happening with Taylor and, you know, the other people in the group coming for him. Shep says, you know, you always get punished for your kindnesses. And Shep's ability to play the victim in any situation is really impressive, astounding, you could say, because he has lived his entire life in such a bubble, a bubble of just grace. Everyone has always given him so much warmth and understanding and patience. And he's never really, you can tell he's never had to bend for anyone. And Taylor is really the first person in his life that it seems has gotten him to actually have to consider this, that it's like, I like this person enough, perhaps love this person enough to want to make it work. But if I want to make it work, I might have to do something that isn't just what I want to do. And that feels different. And I don't know if I like it, but I know that I like Taylor. And it's like, literally, you can tell his brain is having to break itself apart and come back together again. And it's just not clicking for him. And he is turning himself into some kind of victim in this when Taylor and everybody else around her is like asking for a bare minimum of you being a empathetic, respectful human. But but watching Austin, Olivia, and Taylor in the downstairs part of this house, listening to their conversation and playing a drinking game where they drink anytime Shep uses the words crazy, happy, or I'm done, is so funny because it really just crystallizes the fact that Shep doesn't actually have a point he's trying to make. He just talks in circles enough to convince himself that he is being treated poorly. And it's like, you're literally not. I don't think Shep Rose has ever been treated poorly in his life. 
certainly not in any way that is like actually impacting him. But he's just sitting there talking to Whitney, which first of all, Whitney is not really going to hold his feet to the fire. But Shep's just like, you know, I'm happy with Taylor. But then people, uh, people are being crazy. And they're coming at me and they're like, you're crazy. And I'm like, but I'm happy. And I'm just done. You know, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I, I just want to be happy. But I'm, I'm done. It's making me crazy. <laughs> He's, the, between those three phrases, I think he says it like 21 times or something. It really is. It really is funny. And I definitely feel like I've gone on a roller coaster with Shep this season. But we're ending in this place where it's just, it's tough to watch somebody as old as he is and as experienced as he is really just be fundamentally unable to take a step back and see how his actions are and his behavior. And it's, you know, it makes me sad because I think Taylor really loves him a lot and wanted this to go a different way. But at the end of the day, if he's not capable of doing that, then it's like, you got to cut your losses and move on. And (laughs) when Shep comes down the stairs and they tell him about the drinking game, I don't think they should have told him about the drinking game because the drinking game was funny. But then they tell Shep and he's like, but I've been pouring my heart out for the last hour. To him, this is one of the most emotionally taxing situations he's ever been in, which says a lot about how easy his life has been. But he feels like he's just been pouring his heart out and really struggling to come to terms with this upstairs. And then he comes downstairs and they're like, you said crazy so many times. And so he's whispering to Taylor. He's like, I just feel like I'm constantly being attacked and I'm sick of it. And the way that Taylor just tells him, well, you know, Shep, just do what I do. And he's like, well, what's that? And she just tells him to pray. And I, (laughs) oh my God, I, Taylor telling Shep to pray really just made me lose it. Like, if you needed one moment to show you how different these two people are, it's the moment of Taylor telling him to pray and Shep's face just being like, (laughs) what the fuck? What kind of advice is that? I thought you were going to tell me to like buy something nice or go on vacation. I'm not praying. Fuck I look like. I'm not I'm not about to go pray about these people coming for me. No, it's truly and in that moment I'm like, "Taylor girl, you got to get out of there. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen." Then Austin and Shep have this weird blow up where Austin's like, oh, Shep, you're embarrassing. I can't believe I'm even sharing oxygen with you. It's chirp, chirp, chirp. It's just like, first of all, everybody just needs to go to bed. Like you've been drunk for a long time. These people, nothing good is going to happen. But the way that the the boys in this group will just start yelling at each other, it it's funny to me. I don't know if it's been like this in past seasons as much, but Shep and Austin just yelling at each other about him not being 
what Taylor needs him to be. It's kind of like, okay, emotional kings go off, I guess. Austin, I still am weirdly into, and not like into in a sexual way. I mean, please. But like, I'm into his emotional awareness these last couple episodes and i feel like he's he's continuing to actually call shep on his bullshit and i don't think enough people do that between the two days on this trip we get a a cute little palate cleanse of leva just chilling at home making cookies with the kids i it's weird because leva's not on this trip but we still get a a shot of her meanwhile Catherine is not on this trip and we haven't heard from her in two episodes i'm like are they writing Catherine out of the show is she getting demoted is she at the reunion? Like, it's strange that they have just decided that Catherine doesn't exist all of a sudden. But whatever. We're back. Uh, Austin, Austin talking to Craig, compares Shep to Britney Spears' father, which is a wild comparison. But at the same time, like, okay. Free Taylor. Sure. I wouldn't say Taylor and Britney Spears are in exactly comparable positions, uh, but I do agree that they both are in toxic situations. And I think knowing now that Taylor is free, <laughs> I'm, hap- I'm happy for that. They go golfing and shrimping. They catch some shrimp. You know, the day is pretty drama free. Pretty boring. Not going to lie. I don't need to see anybody on a golf course. I'm good. But then they go to dinner. You know, things are things are weird again. Olivia like makes a joke about being pregnant and people seem to believe it for some reason. I'm like, no, guys, she's literally joking. Please get a grip. Craig invites everyone to his winter wonderland party to celebrate sewing down south doing so well. That's great. He says Madison is going to be invited because he thinks it's good to forgive people and he doesn't think Austin will care. Which, first of all, I'm like, I don't know if Austin would agree with that. But Naomi is like, oh, oh, really? It's it's good to forgive people? Because uh, I feel like you still need to apologize to me for last night. And he's like, oh, I did apologize to you. And she's like, no, 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 that wasn't, that wasn't real. And then things get so strange when Vanita, who has been kind of quiet for the last few episodes, sort of steps in to defend Craig. Naomi tells her to shut up and... <laughs> I don't know. To me, shut up is really just not that deep. Like, I've just like, telling somebody to shut up when they're annoying you. It's just like kind of like a. It's like oh, shut up. Like I don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't really. It's, this isn't Princess Diaries. You're not the Queen of Genovia. Like, eh, it's okay. You'll live. But you know, Vanita feels she was disrespected. And this becomes an issue. Craig uninvites her from the party, which, again, maybe Naomi just shouldn't go to that party. I don't think that's any great loss for her or for Craig. But all of a sudden, Naomi and Vanita are in this weird fight. They've been friends for like 10 years. I don't know. I mean, I Vanita after dinner is like, well, his feelings were hurt and I felt like you were being dismissive. I guess... To me, I just feel like Craig at this point is creating problems for himself. And I don't think anybody in the group should feel like they need to kind of speak up on his behalf. But also, it's like, I don't think Vanita said anything that was so awful. And I think Naomi just kind of, I think Naomi and Craig just need to fully separate themselves. 
And so I think anybody who tries to get into the middle of that is going to find themselves in an unfortunate position. And so I think Vanita, maybe she shouldn't have said anything, but also Naomi's response wasn't necessarily justified. But also, who the hell cares? If Naomi doesn't get to go to Craig's Winter Wonderland party with a 10-piece band, life will go on. It, It just will. And on that note, thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Batches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Batches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.